The Rookie Leaders Podcast, Episode 38, Avoiding Confirmation Bias. Welcome to the Rookie Leaders Podcast, the podcast of veteran leaders offering leadership lessons to newbies. Whether you're brand new to leadership or expanding your leadership responsibilities, this podcast will provide the knowledge and experience you need to lead courageously and effectively. This podcast is a production of the Credible Leadership Group, a coaching and consulting firm devoted to your leadership development, career advancement, and personal growth. Learn more at CredibleLeaders.com. So grab your notebook, a pen, and your bulletproof coffee as we explore the leadership lessons every leader needs to master. Now, here's your host, Michael Tanner. Hello, everyone. Michael Tanner here, your host. Welcome to another episode of the Rookie Leaders Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in yet again to another episode. As I say every single episode here, I greatly appreciate you turning tuning in to the podcast. I know that there's lots of other leadership content. There's lots of other things you could be doing with your time, but you're choosing to spend your time with me. Your time is very valuable to you, and I greatly appreciate you spending the time with me here on another episode of the Rookie Leaders Podcast. Today, I want to talk to you about the concept of confirmation bias, something that we're all prone to. We're going to talk about what that is. We're going to talk about how that demonstrates itself in our life and in our leadership. And then we're going to talk about some ways uh, that we need to avoid confirmation bias, why we need to avoid it, but also some specific ways to ensure that we avoid confirmation bias. Before I get to that topic today, let me uh, share with you a few housekeeping items. I hope that you will subscribe to the podcast. Be sure you do that so that you ensure that you never miss a single episode of content that we have here on the Rookie Leaders Podcast. You can go into any of the podcast directories of your choice, whether it be Apple Podcast or uh, the Google Podcast Store or Stitcher, I think it's on iHeartRadio, other places, head over to rookieleaders.com and you'll see all the places there that you can subscribe to the podcast, whatever your podcast directory is of choice. I hope that you will use that to subscribe to the podcast. And while you're there, I would greatly appreciate a rating and review on the podcast. As you can imagine, ratings and reviews, they help us in the search algorithms in those podcast directories, such that when someone is searching for leadership content, the Rookie Leaders Podcast will show up in the search and we'll get this content, these messages into the, the ears, the minds, and the hearts of many more leaders. So greatly appreciate you leaving a rating and review while you're there as well. Having said that, I want to give a quick shout out to Steph SD. Steph FD, SD has left a rating and review, left a five-star rating. And she took the time to to put a review there. Steph wrote, must listen. If you're looking for leadership tips, look no further. Michael selects the best guests and and every episode has actionable tips. Thanks so much, Steph, for leaving that rating and leaving that great review. 
greatly appreciate that. And again, encourage you all take advantage of that, subscribe to the podcast and leave that rating and review. That feedback helps us tremendously. Also want to make sure that you are aware of the community, the online community that we are building at community.credibleleaders.com. Community.credibleleaders.com. You'll find that there where you can become a member of that community. It's a free membership community and you can engage with other leaders in similar positions as yourself or positions that you aspire to be in. It's a safe place that you can engage with those other individuals seeking to advance their leadership skills just like you are. You can offer up questions, you can offer up advice, recommendations, those types of things within the community. And then also in the community, we have lots of great leadership content. We have live events, recorded events, we have video courses available to you there in the community. So you definitely want to check that out. You want to become a part of that community and grow your leadership skills with the rest of us. So again, check that out at community.credibleleaders.com and join our community today. Now, let's jump into today's content. What are we going to talking about today? We're talking about confirmation bias. Confirmation bias is something that we are all prone to. We all struggle, if you will, with a confirmation bias. So this is a, a natural tendency in every single one of us. So as we talk about confirmation bias today, I don't want you to have this idea or this notion that this doesn't apply to me. Maybe you consider yourself to be an open-minded person and you're willing to listen to maybe all sides of an argument or something like that. And you just feel I'm an open-minded person. That's great. And, and maybe you are. But even if that's the case, you have to recognize that we're all susceptible to confirmation bias and it can hinder our leadership if we're not careful to recognize and avoid confirmation bias. So let's talk about knowing now that we all have this issue of confirmation bias. Let's understand first, what is it? What is confirmation bias? Confirmation bias is simply this idea that people are prone to believe what they want to believe. We're prone to believe what we want to believe. We have our own ideas of life or the world or our own ideas of maybe at work a solution to a problem or we have our own ideas of how to best lead a team or accomplish a task and we are susceptible to this idea of seeking out confirmation of those ideas that we already have and we do this through seeking the confirmation from other people seeking confirmation from other research, reading books that we tend to agree with, maybe taking training courses or lessons uh, from people that we tend to agree with. So confirmation bias, what it does is it, again, this idea that we believe what we want to believe makes us surround ourselves with other people, other content that tends to agree with what we believe. That's how it manifest itself in our life, if you will. But again, it's this idea that we're seeking out other people, other content that align with what we already believe to be true. So we believe what we want to believe. Now, how does this, how can you identify this confirmation bias in your own life? 
I know that there's this topic of politics that you're not supposed to discuss. Discuss. We just came off of the Thanksgiving holiday, and I know that when you're gathered with family, maybe for the only time that you gather together as a family throughout the entire year, maybe you also do so at Christmas, but there's the two topics. There's the topic of politics and the topic of religion that oftentimes people will avoid because you recognize that there can be great disagreement in those topics. And so you see confirmation bias play out oftentimes in our in our political beliefs, whether you're Republican, Democrat, or, or independent of some sort, you tend to surround yourself with other people like you that align with your thoughts, right? You uh, tend to surround yourself with people that align with your political beliefs. So if you're extremely conservative, then you're going to tend to surround yourself with other people that are extremely conservative. And when you are looking for a solution to a problem, you're likely not going to willingly listen to other ideas that are more liberal than your own. And so, again, you see it in politics all the time. You surround yourself with people that align with your own beliefs because you want to believe what you want to believe. Another place that you see this often is uh, in places like social media. So if you take Facebook, for instance, then if you look through your friend list in Facebook, most likely the, the vast majority of those individuals on Facebook that you are connected with, that you are friends with, they align with your belief system as well. And that could be, again, it could be based on politics. It could be based on religion, the phase of life that you're in right now, whatever the, the connection might be, you align yourself in places like Facebook with other people that align with your thoughts, your beliefs. And then in fact, what happens to us, it happens to all of us as we're going through our Facebook feed and, and we consistently see post on Facebook from someone who doesn't align with our current beliefs, then we will tolerate that for some amount of time, but eventually we'll use the features within Facebook to start to hide those posts from that individual. And again, it's because that individual is making statements that we don't currently believe. And so it, it, it does nothing to feed our confirmation bias. And so we want to avoid those things. We want to skip past those things. We don't want to see or read or hear about those things because they don't play into our confirmation bias. We already have beliefs that we're holding on to, and we want to confirm those beliefs by surrounding ourselves with other people and other comments and other content that allow the beliefs that we already have. And again, we will utilize the features in something like Facebook to avoid seeing those things, that content that doesn't confirm the bias that we already have. Now, I think it's important to also talk about why is confirmation bias important as a leader? Here we are in the Rookie Leaders Podcast. We're talking about leadership. Why is, how does confirmation bias demonstrate itself in our leadership and why is that important? I think it's probably clear examples, politics, Facebook, things like that, of how do we, how does confirmation bias influence our actions, but also how does it do that as a leader? How does it influence our actions 
as a leader, it's important that we recognize that. And what we need to recognize is that as a leader, we will oftentimes naturally, there's nothing nothing wrong with us. This is just a natural tendency in every single one of us because we all struggle with confirmation bias. But as a leader, we will tend to surround ourselves and seek advice or input or recommendations from those that we know align with our beliefs. And so we have to be careful that we're not narrowing the focus of advice and recommendations that we're receiving to be just those of the ideas that we already have, because it's, there's the potential that we're leaving a really good solution, a really good idea off the table, because it would come from someone that we know doesn't already align with our beliefs, with our bias that we have. This can be very evident in a, I've been a part of these and I've led these many times and, and Sure, I have failed with confirmation bias, but maybe you're having a team meeting and the purpose of that team meeting is to determine, define and determine the best solution to a problem that your team is having. Okay, your team has a problem and your team needs to come up with a solution and execute that solution to solve the problem that your team is having. And you have this team meeting and maybe you as the leader, you already have some ideas and uh, maybe you put those ideas out there first. There's a principle there that is a topic of a different podcast, but uh, as the leader, you should offer up your ideas last because you don't want to, you don't want to sway the, the, the conversation or sway the opinion of your team members by offering your ideas first. You want to get their ideas, but that's a different, different podcast episode for a different time. But let's say you're gathered together and you're having this team meeting you want to determine, define and determine the, the best solution to solving this problem that your team has. And you solicit ideas from your team members. And it may be that on your team that you have one or, or more individuals on your team that typically you don't align with that or you tend to disagree with their ideas or their solutions as a leader. And, and it may be in this team meeting that you tend to avoid them or you tend to skip over them. Maybe they do voice an idea. They voice a solution and you may brush past that really quickly and, and really don't offer up any kind of discussion or opportunity for others to discuss that idea from that person. But yet then you have another team member with whom you tend to align in your beliefs and they offer an idea or a solution and you give it a great amount of thought and consideration and you even offer up the opportunity for group discussion on that and so forth. And so you can see that as a leader, our confirmation bias can hinder our, our leadership if we allow it to interfere with leading, especially with leading those that we tend to not align with, but also it can hinder our leadership when we avoid receiving or hearing advice and recommendations from those that we don't always agree with. So you can see how confirmation bias hinders our leadership when this is the case. So let's talk about a few ways. I'm going to give you three ways that I believe that you can utilize every single day to avoid confirmation bias, to ensure that confirmation bias is not hindering your leadership. And the first method that I'm going to talk to you about is 
what I call mental triggers. You've probably heard me on this podcast before talk about mental triggers. I utilize this technique a lot. I, I don't even remember where I learned this technique or, or first discovered it, but it's just little mental triggers. And for me, it's usually a little phrase that I can tell myself. And sometimes I'll even say it out loud, but I can tell myself these little phrases such that I ensure that I'm putting my mind in the right mindset of what I'm trying to do or what I'm trying to avoid in this case. I think I've told you before, and I'll share it in a later example here about checking my ego as a leader. I utilize this mental trigger every day as I'm going into the office and I say to myself, the team is more important than me, right? The team is more important than me. And what that does is that sets me in the mindset of making sure that I'm not allowing my own ego or my own desire to be right or my own desire for attention or gratification to get in the way of the success of the team. The team success is more important than my success. And I have to remind myself that's a mental trigger that I have to remind myself. And the same thing applies for confirmation bias. I have a mental trigger that I tell myself in these situations where I might be struggling with confirmation bias. And I simply tell myself, avoid confirmation bias. And I'll tell myself, and sometimes I'll say that out loud, in that example I gave you earlier of the team meeting where we are we are soliciting feedback from our team members on the best solution to a problem. If one of my team members offers up an idea, and I know that I tend to disagree with that team member on a regular basis, then I will tell myself, and sometimes I will say it out loud, that team member will offer up an idea and I will say out loud to the team, all right, I, I need to ensure that I'm avoiding confirmation bias here. Can you kind of give me some more details on what your idea is? And and the rest of the team, let, let's talk about, let's discuss this. And so I'll say it out loud, or sometimes I'll just say it to myself, avoid confirmation bias. So again, when you're, when you come across those ideas that uh, with which you tend to disagree, or you're having conversation, or you're working with someone with whom you tend to disagree, remind yourself, avoid confirmation bias. And I said earlier that many of us, we feel like we're somewhat open-minded and that's probably true. But what we have to recognize, especially in the heat of the moment, maybe it's a stressful situation where we're trying to solve a really big problem and it's a stressful situation. Our natural tendencies will drive us more than our unnatural tendencies. And so we have to recognize that in those stressful situations, confirmation bias is natural. And so it, it's natural for us to utilize confirmation bias in our leadership. What is unnatural in that situation is to avoid confirmation bias and receive feedback and input and ideas from those that we tend to disagree. So in those moments, we got to use these mental triggers and say to ourselves, avoid confirmation bias. And by doing so, we'll be open-minded and we'll receive ideas, solutions, thoughts from people that we tend to disagree with or ideas that we tend to disagree with, but we're willing to listen to the merit of those ideas because they just may be the best solution to the problem, even though it's an idea that we initially have disagreed with. So that's step number one in avoiding confirmation bias is utilize those mental triggers. And then step number two is this, intentionally surround yourself with people that you tend to disagree with. 
intentionally surround yourself with people that you tend to disagree with. As the example I shared earlier in Facebook, our group of Facebook friends, they tend to be people that we agree with, that we have the same belief system with. I would submit to you that you need to intentionally surround yourself, be friends on Facebook, or include in your meeting at work or include on your team at work, those individuals that you tend to disagree with because they're gonna bring different ideas to the team than you're going to bring. They're gonna bring different ideas than the rest of the team that all align with one another in normal beliefs. And so you want those different ideas in the team. And you're going to have to be intentional about this. As I said earlier, confirmation bias is a natural tendency. And if we're not intentional to seek out individuals and ideas that we normally disagree with, then naturally we're going to have a team. We're going to have ideas coming at us that are ideas that are, are of our own or, 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 or directly aligned with our own ideas. And so we're losing out on that opportunity for all these other ideas that could be wonderful ideas as well. So you need to intentionally ask feedback from those that you tend to disagree with. So maybe you're having a this team meeting and it's to solve a problem. And maybe you recognize that, you know what? In our little small team of say five, we all tend to dis, or we all tend to agree. We're all very much aligned uh, with one another in our current beliefs and our current thoughts. So I tell you what, to solve this problem, I'm going to invite another individual to this meeting, not necessarily inviting them to the team, be, be a part of the team, but I'm going to invite them to this meeting where we're brainstorming ideas to solve this problem because I'm betting they're going to offer up some ideas that the rest of us didn't think of, won't think of, and maybe they're going to offer up some ideas that we even disagree with, but I'm going to be intentional to offer up discussion about those ideas because as it turns out, those ideas potentially could be the best idea. So we've gotta be intentional to do that. Again, naturally, confirmation bias will, will move us to avoid offering or giving this opportunity to this individual that we tend to disagree with or listening to these ideas that we tend to disagree with. So therefore, we gotta be intentional to do this. So that was step number two. Step number one was mental triggers to avoid confirmation bias. Step number two, intentionally surrounding yourself with people you tend to disagree with, their ideas. And step number three, check your ego. Ensure that you are more concerned with the success of the team than you are being right. Ensure that you're more concerned with the success of the team than you are about being right. Okay, it, so you've got to check your ego. I mentioned earlier the little mental trigger that I have that is the team is more important than me, right? It's not about me having the right idea. It's not about the team executing my idea to solve the problem. It's not about me being able to stand maybe in front of my boss or some group of people and say, we solved this problem and it was my idea. That's not what leadership is about. Leadership is about the success of the team. And therefore, you want to ensure that you check your ego, that you avoid confirmation bias, get the best ideas, the best recommendations, the best advice from anybody and everybody 
that is relevant to solving the problem, whether you agree with them or not, because their idea may be the best idea. Their idea may be the idea that the team can execute the best and therefore solve the problem. And then therefore the team wins. So you've got to be willing to check your ego because it's not about you being right. It's about the team winning. And so if you will do those three things, the mental trigger to ensure that you're not getting trapped in confirmation bias. And number two, if you'll intentionally surround yourself with other people that have ideas different than your own and give them opportunity to, to voice those ideas and opportunity to discuss those ideas. You can't just brush past them really quickly. And then number three, you've got to check your own ego as a leader. It's not about you having the idea. It's not about you being right. It's about the set, success of the team. Okay. So those three things will help you to avoid confirmation bias. So I hope you understand what it is, how it shows itself in, in our life and in our leadership and how negative it can be in our life and in our leadership. I hope you understand that now and recognize the need as a leader to avoid confirmation bias. And then these three methods that I've shared with you to avoid confirmation bias will certainly help you do that. Hey, thanks again so much for tuning in to another episode of the Rookie Leaders Podcast. As I said in the beginning, I greatly appreciate you being here and listening in to the podcast. So thank you so much for doing that. And then also, again, let me remind you of the community that's being built out at community.credibleleaders.com. Community.credibleleaders.com. Be sure you check that out. You want to be a part of this great community that's being built out. You want uh, access to all of this great leadership content that's there, video uh, series, video courses, live events, great content and great people in your efforts to grow your leadership skills you want to be a part of this community as you do that so be sure you check that out community at credibleleaders.com again as i said earlier also be sure you subscribe to the podcast leave a rating and review in the podcast as well we greatly appreciate that and you never know i may give you a shout out the next time i see your rating and review there as well so be sure you do that. Again, greatly appreciate you doing that. That wraps us up for today. Confirmation bias. Be sure you avoid confirmation bias at all costs so that it doesn't hinder your leadership. And until I speak to you again next week with another great leadership topic, be blessed and lead well. podcast has ended, but never fear. You can find other binge-worthy podcast episodes at rookieleaders.com. If you liked this episode, please rate and write a review in iTunes. If you haven't already, please subscribe to the podcast. And remember to share this episode with your friends and colleagues looking for leadership lessons of their own. We appreciate your support. For more great leadership content, head over to credibleleaders.com.